On tonight's Heavily Nerd Talk, Flat Earthers, What Line Does This Cross? Sarah Silverman and Louis C.K., Australian Nudist, Prince's Music, Halloween Movies and Music. Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk with Hank and Petra. Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk. I'm Hank. And I'm Petra. And you've got a story off the bat about Flat Earth people. Flat Earth Movement. Yes. This was this was on CBS News uh, a couple of weeks ago. And just because we know somebody who spouts this. Like, I, every time it comes up, I'm like, ah! <laughs> so this is a news story? This yeah. About, yeah. well, let's hear. What's the... Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's talking about them, that the headline is the Flat Earth Movement, a so- the Society of Disbelievers and Scientific Fact. And it really is raking them over the coals with, like, these are a bunch of people that are... Like, if they can't see it with their own unaided eyes, then they don't believe in it. It's not real. You think that's the issue with them? That they can't see it with their eyes? Yeah. Yeah. I guess, but how much would that limit your whole universe? It does. It does. I mean, like, talking on a cell phone. Like, why would? how would they even comprehend that that's, that's possible? Like, they think it's just magic, voodoo? Well, I mean, they don't they don't go into that kind of great detail with that. Sorry, you just derailed that. <laughs> but, you know but, what no, I'm saying. I mean, but they're talking about this. They literally there is a guy at the end of this article. Yeah, there you go, Chairman Meow. I really thought I could maybe. Yeah, <laughs> we put a cat tent, cat trap out for. It's like a little Mayan, little mini Mayan temple. Yes, the, temple of the cat. Yes, except it's got like this. Flowery spider pattern on it, cause and a big hole for the cat to get into her little temple. Yeah, she has a cat pyramid now, but yeah, it didn't. It didn't draw her. Now she has to be on the chair. <laughs> you were trying to. You were trying to to I'm get her not. away from sitting in the fit. chair with you. That's not. We don't happen. fit. <laughs> so there, you and the cat are on the chair. So here we are. Neither one of us are very comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. That's oh, our chairman well. meow. Oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah. Anyhow, this article, th- this guy is um, literally building himself a rocket to strap himself with rockets and balloons awesome. and shit to blow himself up into the air high enough so that he can prove that the earth is flat. So he can see it for himself. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, because they don't believe any of the been to the, you know, been in space, NASA, it's all fraud. They're just, yeah, wow. Yeah, and yeah, wow. you're right. We have, a, we have a friend, a guy named uh, Charlie. Oh, it just hurts to hear him talk about it, too. And I, I, I want to just pick him apart, but you're arguing with somebody who is arguing against established science facts. So it, it's is, just... He's arguing something from the fucking 1400s. How are you going to convince him? Yeah. Right. It's and, yeah. and this guy is a fairly intelligent guy in all other respects. I, I don't it, know. He's not exactly the most emotionally intelligent fellow either. He's just well, not emotionally, but I mean, uh, he has well, a right, yeah. you know, he has a job. He seems like a normal person, but he uh, believes Earth's flat. Yeah, 
That is the oddest damn thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. they just? But it's kind of a growing movement of people who are. I don't understand proud why they... of ignorance. It's like willful ignorance. Yeah, it hurts, doesn't it? It's like they're purposely trying not to. No matter what billion facts you bring up to prove your point, they're just exactly. not going to believe it. Exactly. They're just going to be like, like... The most common one must be like... then I, I, don't even, I don't even get in discussions with this guy because no, it's just dumb. Yeah. But just off the cuff, these flat earth people, then, then go to the edge. Show me where the edge is of this flat earth so we can all go look over the edge. Yeah, this magical edge that we've never seen. Right? Like, yeah, what's the deal there? That seems just, ah, it it does hurt. It does. (laughs) It does. But, you know, he's never... He's never seen Antarctica, so maybe he doesn't. I don't know. I mean, like this, when you really start arguing like that, like you can really open up the whole Pandora's box of stupid. Do they think the moon, thinking about that the other day, do they think the moon is just another quarter, giant quarter up there? Yeah, yeah. It's only, you know, a few miles up and Like you see it. It's clearly circular. Yeah. So at least they must concede that the moon is circular. Yeah. Yeah, it's know. another disc or something like that. I don't know. Maybe we're riding on the back of the giant tortoise. What is that religious doctrine? I forget. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. The flat yeah, earth people just, just uh, I don't know. I will. It just hurts your brain to try to even... Like, you can't even argue with them because you're just so dumbfounded by the stupid. Yeah, I don't know. You just give up. You're just like, (laughs) okay. I wonder if that's what they've done, if they've just given up. If it's some kind of a mental, serious mental condition where they've just broke with reality, frankly. I think, I think in his case. Charlie's? Yes. I think it's a conscious decision. I think he likes being the center of attention. Probably. Like, I think he has stumbled onto this some late night on the Internet. And, you know, he kind of read through it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that sounds pretty good. And he mentioned it to a buddy. And his buddy was, like, all over him negative about it. And maybe like, just dig his heels in just, more. He just dug it in, and now he is like all over this because it's 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 the attention that he craves, and it's well, maybe maybe that's exactly yeah what most of these flat earthers that would I think yeah I don't know we're attempting to analyze people that are unanalyzable. <laughs> But but maybe yeah. that seriously is a part of it, yeah. of just being so against everybody that, you know, you're inviting arguments yeah. and all that. that yeah. That's probably part of it. And here we yeah. are feeding right into it, trying to argue <laughs> with them, reading stories about them. Yeah, but I, it is just, it's boggling, mind-boggling when you are faced with it with, in reality. When somebody in de- dead serious looks you flat in the eye and and, and says, no, man, the world's flat. Right. Like, and and I can prove it. 
and they they pull out napkins and start writing on napkins and, and proving <laughs> this this crazy shit to you, and you're just looking at them going, "Oh my god." <laughs> Well, I'll, whatever. Good luck with that while the rest of society yeah. marches forward. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just. Here comes the ambulance. They're coming, they're, to, like, they're coming never, to get one of the flat earthers. You never get a hillbilly nerd talk episode without a siren, do you? No, you got to have a couple. Here's another yeah. one. There's two. We've yep. got two ambulances yep. coming. <laughs> Some flat earthers <laughs> been knocked out by somebody else. <laughs> oh, that's the. The fire truck. We got the fire truck and the ambulance. And another fire truck. Sweet. Woohoo! It's a busy night. Busy night down at the old burnt toast factory. We've got a uh apartment complex close to us that literally their smoke alarms go off for burnt toast probably mm. once every day or two. Yeah, it's bad. <clears throat> yeah. And it's literally burnt toast. So our it's a running joke, yeah. Every time we see the our city one of the fire trucks to, go by, yeah. like our city has to send every fireman, every fire truck, every time. They can't just call down and say, "Hey, just didn't, was it burnt toast tonight, or is there a real fire?" <laughs> it's some, like, there could be a manager them, just yeah. say that, like, "No, that's just Ethel. She just burnt some toast. It's all good." Yeah. Save everybody a damn trip. But nope, not our nope. fire not our fire department. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's how it goes. Yeah. All right. You have a story or a picture or something about a yeah. kinky dude at the mall. What well, yeah. It is it this is uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. This is just uncomfortable. Uh I'm going to Show me the picture. Show you the picture. Yes. Yeah, that's uncomfortable. That is somebody playing dominant submissive games in a mall. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, uh, well, describe the scene. That's a guy. Is that a girl with him or another yeah, guy? Yeah, I think it's a girl. It's a girl. She's got, She's a got on, on a dog collar, a spike dog collar, and he's walking her by a leash. And she's in... Like a dog pose with her, like like begging with her hands up, right? And they're 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 leaning against the rail in a mall, right? Um, we talked about that the other day when you saw this. It, it, yeah, we don't. Yeah. We everybody knows our motto about as long as no old people, kids, or what is it? As long as uh, no old people, kids, or, or animals are animals. hurt. Yeah. yeah, old people, kids, or animals. And and I gotta I gotta add like as long as you're not forcing other people to participate. In your kinky games, like like, I don't care what you do, but take it to a place where other people expect to see it. Right, that's where the, right, yeah. and that, that makes other people uncomfortable for it no does. reason. Really, it does. This is a form. This is a sexual game, and this is a form of exhibitionism. You right. are forcing other people. To participate in your sex life. Yeah, basically. That's what's wrong with that yeah, scenario. To me. To me. Like, like I don't care that, that you do that. Just take that to a BDSM club or someplace that's right. having a night like that. And, and do it there with other people who are, you know, by social contract agreeing to see that. Right. 
I just wonder what what what's going through my head. I'm back in the day. I wonder if people would have said the same thing about somebody dressing very flamboyantly gay. If they would have said, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If they would have said, well, that's fine if he wants to dress all gay, but he should do that at home. He shouldn't. He shouldn't come to the mall and do that in public. He should go to a gay nightclub. But the but the difference here, it's a little more. There's something more to this. I'm not yeah. grasping. Yeah, there is. And um, I think it's because they're acting as a, in a role kind of a thing. Yeah. Like that person in that picture doesn't think she's a dog all the time. Okay, I, I see your point. At least, I see I, your point. At least, yeah. I'm th- at least, is that the difference? Like, what's the difference? There's some difference between that and my example with the gay flamboyant person in the past. I think that's what it is. I can see that. I can see that point completely. Um, that wasn't how I was. Like I hadn't thought of your example before about you know somebody dressing mm-hmm. simply flamboyantly. Like I, 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 I. Normal examples of affection in society, you know, I, it's like two people kissing each other. I don't R- care if it's right. two women, two men, man, women, woman, whatever, right. you know, I don't care, you know, there are just certain levels where it's, you know, beyond decent. And and we kind of all know that. And, and like somehow this has crossed the line. This has taken it into a sex game. And, you know, I yeah. can kind of see how... You know, I see how people get 20 years ago, up. somebody may have been like, well, you know, he's dressing flamboyantly homosexual and I disagree with this. And yeah, I could see how that would be, right. you know, crossing a line. But I, I, Or even two gay people just being out holding hands. Yeah. A like, long time ago would have been. Even now to some people, but. Well, yeah, but, well, but they, they can but get over but it. But going to that, you know, some people would say, well, if they want to do that at home, that's fine. But they don't need to be holding hands out here in public. Yeah. They should keep that at home. Yeah, there's there's a difference. There is a difference. <laughs> it's hard to put our finger it on really it. It is really hard to put our finger But there's like, you know it. It's kind of like, I feel weird. I feel like we're in front of like the, the Senate Judiciary Committee talking about well, porn. I think, you know it when you see it. <laughs> well, that's what those old fogey conservatives, you say that all the time as your defense. Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't, I just don't there agree. There is something there though that is forcing other people to be involved <laughs> non-consensually in your kinky fun yeah i guess it's just yeah yeah just yeah that's a, that's a good conversation because it is tough to at what point does your kink you know to the point where it makes other people uncomfortable and to a point that that it shouldn't yeah like like and it is really hard to articulate isn't it Yes. Because everything I'm saying you can say about, again, gay people as my example. Some people say that would be the same thing. Well, well, you're forcing your your gayness yeah. on me, yeah. and I don't want to see yeah. that. So, But it, it's not. It's really not because it's – you just simply are. 
And I think it's like you said, it's a role. This is a sex game. Right. This is really... a sex game here. And and you are making other people a part of it. Yeah. Right. Because, right, she doesn't literally think she's a dog. No. Ow! I dropped the iPad on my foot. Well, better on your foot than to break the screen. So good shot there. <laughs> Thanks, Hank. Ah, <laughs> uh, you would agree with that. Uh, possibly. Oh, your foot will survive. Oh, your foot will heal. <laughs> like mine someday in six months from now, possibly. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's some kink for you. Speaking of kink stuff, <laughs> let's go right into this little story from kind of yesterday, I guess. Howard Stern still does have some good interview skills and gets people to really open up. Uh-huh. I mean, that's, that's a well-known thing anyway. And I think most people know about what's happened with Louis C.K. if you follow uh-huh. comedy at all. Yeah. Um, just to quickly review, he basically got in trouble because he was asking women if he could masturbate in front of them during, like, <laughs> interviews and <laughs> casting calls for his TV shows and just things like that. Just gross, stupid, stupid man shit. Has anybody ever asked you to masturbate, if they could masturbate in front of you? Has that ever happened to you? Yes. Has it? Yeah. In a situation like this, just a average, you know, you weren't dating this person, had no relationship yeah, just a friend, with them. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, can you. In college. <laughs> can you elaborate? <laughs> I've never. Well, it's really weird. I mean, I will. I, I mean, I hung out with weird people. I, I won't lie about it. I mean, a lot of my friends were very, very. That was kind of towards the end of our friendship. Mm-hmm. That was putting it just too far. Well, maybe like, he, maybe he was wanting something more. No, no. I, he was trying to figure out like if he was straight or bisexual. I mean, he was really very confused. Okay. And I, was very sympathetic yeah. towards that, but like I don't know, he was trying, always trying to be a peeping tom and kind of creepy like that. Okay. And he just wanted me to be naked so he could masturbate. Okay, and I was just like, "No, nah, dude, that that that's too far." <laughs> <laughs> well, did he did he masturbate? Uh, no, I mean, we just kept, like, walking. Like, he just brought it up in normal okay, so conversation. Okay, so he just asked yeah. about it. But, yeah, but, yeah. And, and you and, said no, basically. And I said no. And, and like, I oh, okay. just gradually, over the next few weeks, kind of quit hanging out with him so much. You know, it, it just, like, he was just too I believe you will relate. I believe you will relate to this story as much as any person could then. Okay. <laughs> this is a... Uh, and I had not even thought about that in a long time. It's like, oh, yeah. Uh, well, this is Sarah Silverman. She's a she's another comedian who's longtime friends with Louis C.K. Uh-huh. And so she's being interviewed on Howard Stern show. And, of course, he brings up, you know, hey, your buddy Louis C.K., what's going on with him? Blah, blah, yeah. blah. And got, basically got her to open up some. And... And it's interesting. Some of the stuff that we've said, I'll, I'll, I won't read all of it, but yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. This is interesting. I have not read this, so well, she calls him her her quote brother in uh-huh. quotes. So that's that's implying, you know, that they're very good friends, platonic. You know, when you yeah, say brother, not, yeah, not having 
Not having sex. Right. Okay. So he, so she's saying that what he did was absolutely wrong. Um, she says it's all. She says, "quote It's all very black and white until it comes to your front door and the bad guy is someone you love." In quotes. Uh, she went on to say that she does not. <sighs> she doesn't think he should be lumped in with the quote serial rapist Bill Cosby or Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. His, his pathology is permission based. She says, "I'm not saying it's okay because once he got famous." Even just in the comedy community, that changes everything, and that makes it not okay. So I think she's doing a good job of explaining herself here so yeah, far. I do, too. That is incredibly articulate and well thought out, too. Yeah. yeah and I get where she's coming from. It is easy to say it's black and white until, until it's somebody, you know somebody that you yeah. care about. Yeah. So, and she's right. Probably his pathology is permission-based. I, yeah. I guess that's the thrill of it is asking permission, I guess. <laughs> hey, whatever your kink is. Kink. Yeah. And I can I can kind of, yeah. The part okay. that's the problem is that when you're asking people that you have some sort of power over them. Yeah. Like, yeah. But like basically he's the one doing a job interview and you're asking the interviewee. Yeah. If you can do that. That's the issue, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like absolutely. Just, like if you just absolutely. Ask, like if you just ask it a girl, is, like, can it I is a in front form of, of sexual coercion there. Right. And then she noted uh, she noted he took responsibility for his behavior and apologized, although even that was controversial, uh, and wants to make it right, uh, versus men who deny, deny, deny. So she brought that up. Now, here's the interesting part that you'll like, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, first of all, she mentions, and me and you listen to, I haven't as much lately, but some of the most interesting podcasts, I think, out there are from comedians. Yeah. Yeah. They just seem to have a warped view of life. They have a warped life, period. That's why they're <laughs> funny. Like, they take things. That, that are horrible. Yeah. And that is a skill. Like, yeah. You know, we try to do that to a point. Once yeah. in a while, we might hit our mark. Yeah. But these people are professionals. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what they're good at. Yeah. So she says in her interview that uh, multiple times that comedians are, quote, freaks, uh, quote, freaky, <laughs> and, quote, perverted. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Be- okay. I, be- I believe I, that. I can understand that. I can. That's why we listen to Joe Rogan and all these people. Yeah. Who tell the most outrageous stories. And they're not lying. They can't be all lying. Yeah. Keith and the girl. What's the one? Uh, Doug Stanhope, for God's sakes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Him, and bless his heart. I feel, I feel bad listening to Doug Stanhope because I feel like somebody. I feel like I'm listening to somebody planning their own death. <laughs> well, yeah, who knows? Anyway. So, uh, yeah. She says, quote. I'm going to regret saying this, but I've known him forever. I'm not making excuses for him. Please don't take this that way. We are peers. We are equals. So when we were kids, I don't know what she means by kids, but that's what she says. Probably teenagers, you know, back in the day. I don't know if they would have known each other as teenagers. But clubs. She may even talk about really 20s. Young adults. Really young, early 20s adults. So when we were, So when we were kids... And he asked if he could masturbate in front of me. Sometimes I'd go, fuck yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, it was like science, in quotes. (laughs) 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 So there you go. So uh, he asked her, and she's like, well, okay. 
And uh, but she also says that uh, she says that she can't be compared to CK's accusers, quote, because he could offer me nothing in quotes, suggesting that he had no power over her. We were only we were only just friends. So sometimes this is all in quotes, quote, we were only just friends. So sometimes so sometimes, yeah, I wanted to see it. It was amazing. Sometimes I'd be like, fucking, yeah. Sometimes I'd be like, fucking gross, no, and we go get a pizza. I'm not <laughs> I'm not saying what he did was okay. At a certain point, when he became influential in the world of comedy, it changes. He realized it. But he realized it later. Oh my so God. there you go. So sometimes he'd be like, hey, can I masturbate in front of him? She's like, nah, it's gross. Just go get a pizza or something. He's like, okay. She's cooler than I was. Like, I wasn't that cool. I was just like, <laughs> ooh, no. <laughs> well, that was her response some of the time. So I guess he didn't know uh, which one he would, uh, which one he'd get. Oh, God. So he's oh. been doing that for a long time. Interesting, right? Yeah. Wow. So there's Silver Silverman's take on Louis C.K. I don't know. Guys must get some kind of, like enjoyment out of showing us their dicks i guess dick pics is the thing i get i have been like i have been shown even like little boy dick you know (laughs) you know it's like all my life there have been like dicks Stuck in my face that I didn't want to see. You know, the amount of pictures of penises that has that are now in the world since cell phones have been invented. Yeah. If you could buy stock in somehow number of dick pics, like <laughs> like you'd see the graph and like when the first phones came out just skyrocket up. Yeah. Nobody were nobody was taking pictures of their of their junk with like Polaroid cameras and shit, were they? Very little. People I don't take know, maybe dick pics all the time. Just like women, every every woman has gotten God knows how many dick pics randomly. You know, right? I don't get a lot on my phone, thankfully. That's one of the reasons I don't want to change my cell phone number because like I don't knock on wood. <laughs> like, I'm literally knocking on wood. Found wood, knocking mm-hmm. on wood. But, like, no. like I, Or some other account. Anything. Pinterest, Facebook. Yeah. I, on Facebook, maybe not. But I don't know. Any of them. Twitter. Anything where somebody can message you. Yeah. 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 If you're, People do that all the time, right? I guess if you're on the online dating community, too, there's a lot of, like, ways... I think Instagram and what is Snapchat? Snapchat is where people send. <laughs> is that the king of dick pics? I think that is because I think it goes away after just a few seconds. And I don't, I don't Snapchat. So, <laughs> well, so I've missed out on those. Well, like we said, as long as no uh, pets, kids, or old people are hurt, whatever. His situation, he did hurt somebody because he was in a position of power. Yeah, and yeah. and. To say no would have obviously been detrimental to your career or your chance of getting that job. Yeah. But. Yeah. And I mean, and that is. 
but besides that, so let's just take yeah. that out of the equation because apparently he's been doing this since he was very young with Sarah Silverman specifically yeah. when they were quote kids, whatever that means. Yeah. Yeah. Before it was taking advantage of a position of authority at that point, it's kind of harmless, right? I mean, he's asking permission and then if you don't yeah. like it, you can either say yes or no. And if you say no and it totally creeps you out, you can just break off the friendship with him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. kind of the politest way to be a pervert ever. It is. It <laughs> is. And, I mean, that's kind of the way I felt about it when, when I was in college with that. No hard feelings. I didn't. Well, that's good. I mean, it was just like several things had added up. Like like he had begun as kind of my sort of gay friend. And he was just sort of so confused and, like, asked for the most inappropriate things in the world sometimes, like, you know, mm. to masturbate in front of you or, yeah. you know, can I, you know, you know, is so-and-so circumstance? I don't know. You know, I haven't had sex with them. I don't know if they're circumstance. Well, would you have sex with them to find out? And it's like... No, you know, like, like, like you had to explain to him sometimes that not only is it not cool to ask that question, you know, it's, 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 it's like not even cool to have this conversation. <laughs> like I kept telling him those things. Well, and everybody <laughs> learns as, learning as they go too, you know, you girls are like, well, maybe, maybe this is, maybe this is not uncommon. You know, you got to think about, I guess, I don't know. Oh, it was just weird. Poor Louis C.K. If he would, <laughs> if he would ever again. No, all right, no, 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 no. Um, think about all of the people that were put in those weird, uncomfortable situations. That, you know, that were asked, you once, know. Once he was in a position of authority. Yeah. yeah. About that. Oh, yeah. You know, totally it's wrong. not even really the coolest thing in the world when you're not in a position of authority. I would hope you would main, like, only do it to your people that you knew you could at least ask right. that question to. There's, there's got to be some boundaries. But, I mean, yeah. Well, it's not I mean, cool it's just anyway. It's just so jerky. And and so, ah. Uh, well, but again, every I feel bad for every one of those women. Yes, I do think it is like possible for him to, again, you know, maybe but maybe we're not ready to see his stand up anytime real soon. But I think we're ready to see his his name or a, a pseudonym for him working. You know, he's he's going to crawl back in. He's not going to be cut off completely because he wasn't a rapist. And and I think there is a difference between he showed up rapists a, and perverts. I saw I saw something on Twitter or something a few weeks ago, maybe a few months ago. But he did show up at a comedy club and did a and did a small set somewhere in New York. Okay. Like the comedy seller or something. And never mentioned any of this whatsoever in, in his new act or whatever. He, he can't. He can't. We For see, a while. He really can't. He's going to have to. We see, that's what I think. And, and Sarah Silverman actually says it in that article. I didn't read the whole thing to you. But 
she says what I'm about to say, too, that basically if he wants to make a comeback, he's going to have to address this in his comedy. Like mm-hmm. part of his show is he's going to have to get out there and just be raw and open and and make fun of and analyze this through his comedic mind and share this with the audience if he wants to ever make a comeback. And I agree. Uh, you could be right. And, and maybe he right. doesn't want to and ever want to. But, yeah. again, the point of this, it all comes down to before he had power over people and after he had power over people and who he's asking. Mm-hmm. Like you said, mm-hmm. police stranger versus Sarah Silverman friend. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the issue. And that's going to be hard to get over because God knows how many women he interviewed for jobs and did that to. Yeah. And that's just awful. Yeah. It really is. And how many women did he expose himself to because they felt like they had to? And then they go home and they have to take a shower and want to poke mm. their eyeballs out because they've seen his dick. Oh, uh, well. So as the world turns. So there's some press. For, <laughs> there's some press for uh, Sarah Silverman. And, uh, well, I, as a guy, have never asked a female to masturbate in front of them, just so you know, as far as... <laughs> Uh, I, just, I don't know I any. Really don't. I don't know any friend of mine. I don't think a guy friend would ever admit that to another guy friend anyway. No. But I've never heard of that till this Louis C.K. thing. And hell, you know me. I'm it's, it, I'm it's as kinky. Really... I love to get into kinky stuff, read kinky stuff, look at all this stuff. The fact that I've never heard of this kink, this is obscure. <laughs> I'm just saying that is obscure. Like, this is the weirdest person I knew in college. This is, this is like my freshman year. Um, for just like three or four months, I hung out with a guy that, that like we met in like freshman orientation and, and he was just this nerdy weird kid that I kind of pseudo adopted and I helped him like feed the rats in the psychology department and he was so fucking weird he was just so so after several just really truly weird incidents like that i just had to be like no i can't hang out with you this week blah blah you know like i just started making excuses and and distancing yeah you sure that fellow wasn't louis ck no no it definitely wasn't nothing like him but yeah it was uh well, okay. Wow. So, yeah, it was one of the strangest people I've ever One of the weird friendships. Well, all right. <laughs> Sorry. All right. all right. I can keep this theme going for another oh, thing, okay. kind of. All right. It's, it's a bit of a stretch. Uh, uh, we're on kink. All right. Sexy, kinky stuff. Okay. This isn't crazy. Kinky. This is. is that, no, all right. Wait. But, wait. It is not sexy. To harass people though. What? (laughs) What Louis C.K. was doing was harassment. It wasn't kept sexy. Oh, that's true. But it's a kink. Okay. It's a kink, but it's not sexy. Right. Exactly. Well, right. Well, okay. Well, here's a kink. Being being a nudist is a kink. Okay. Right? Yes. That's got to be something. Well, in Australia. This happened uh, well, two or three days ago. Okay. Pretty, pretty re- very recently, actually. We always get the craziest stories of Australia, don't we? Yeah, it, like Australia and Florida. Man, if you put those two together, yeah. my gosh. 
Yeah, it, it, it like is Australia just the Florida of the world? You know, it even goes back to like those Mad Max movies. Like hell, they were made in Australia, and and you know the whole thing. Yeah, they've been craziness coming out of Australia for years. Yeah. And it, cr- is and like, that, it is so testosterone-driven. Di- yeah, exactly. It's like, that kind it of is, crazy. It is like, the... <laughs> you know, like Japanese crazies, like anime and crazy technology stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, Australia is more super testosterone and guys that just... The Crocodile Dundee. Yes. Basically, very yes. stereotypical. Yeah. That's... <laughs> All right, well, That's here not a knife. This is a knife. Yeah, <laughs> right. All right. Shoot, excuse me. I've got a frog in my throat. Anyway, this fellow named Paul Kenny from Australia was at a nudist colony. Now, this dude's 50 years old, by the way. Uh-huh. Keep in mind this story. This guy is at a nudist colony, and he's out swimming, apparently nude. Uh-huh. Part of the nudist colony. And... I'm just going to, his, uh, let's see, his quote here. Yes. <laughs> I love this dude. <laughs> quote, I went to move out a bit deeper and get a better wave and just put my head down and headbutted it. And then it just grabbed me and I just started punching it until it let go, Mr. Kenny said. He's talking about headbutting a three-meter-long tiger or bull shark for no fucking reason. Why would you do that? Because he's Paul Kenny from Australia. (laughs) I guess. Right? (laughs) Australia, what's wrong with you? (laughs) The whole headline, Paul Kenny was bitten on the arm after, quote, headbutting, end quote, the bull shark in the surf off New South Wales. So, like, did he not know it was there, or did he do it on purpose? He 100% did it on purpose. Oh, jeez. Idiot. 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 Yeah. (laughs) I I just put my head down and headbutted it, and then it grabbed me. So I started punching it until it let go. Oh, good grief. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and then started getting, this is quote, and then started getting back out of the surf as quickly as I could, holding my arm because there was blood everywhere and hoping it wouldn't come back, in quotes. <laughs> and there's a picture of the dude holding his arm. Yeah. In the hospital. Yeah. So imagine well, the hospital made him wear a hospital gown, thankfully. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> imagine that poor little bull shark is just, you know, he's just swimming around like, oh, yeah, I'm in this wave, this blind uh-huh. business, and this jackass headbutts you out of, no, <laughs> out of nowhere. He'd be like, what? Well, now I got to attack you because I'm a bull shark. Yes. Yeah. I was just, yeah. I was just minding my own business. Now you've headbutted me. Now it's on. <laughs> <laughs> right? Poor shark. Poor shark. <laughs> At a nudist colony. Yeah. Nude. nude yeah. Dude, Swimming dude. nude and he headbutts a shark. 
Okay. I, I, I just, well, all right. I, I saw something on your screen there that reminded me of something I, else this week that, that I just got all bent out of shape about. <laughs> I know. Uh, you see it? <laughs> yes. Yes. There was a commercial on TV playing which purple which let's go crazy by let's Prince. go crazy by Prince and it's a Capital One commercial and I had a Capital One application on the counter that went in the garbage can. He would never allow that shit, would he? No, no, he's rolling over in his grave. So, nope, Capital One. I, I was ready to be lured away from Discover. His family, when he died, must have been doing the happy dance the the second they were announced. Yeah. Because they have just raped and pillaged his whole collection. Yes, put out, they have. Put out stuff he didn't want put out. Yeah. And as fans, in a way, you can be kind of selfish about it. And like, well, that is awesome that we got to see the uncut version of the uh, Nothing Compares to You song, which is out there now, by the way, if you want yeah. to YouTube that. Yeah. But he didn't want that out there. He had that in a vault locked away for a reason. Yeah. For whatever reason it was. Yeah. He didn't want people to see that. Yeah. And now they're like, okay, well, just let the whole world can see it. And I, I realize he's dead and gone, but I'm not going to intentionally give my money to a company that's profiting from that. It's a little too soon. Yeah, it really is. Maybe 10 years from now. Um, I'll lighten up on that, but you know, it's just it's it's disrespectful. Shady That's the and word. disrespectful. Yes, That's yes. the word. It's disrespectful. And I do like some artists that still keep their or families of artists that keep their integrity. Yeah. There's a few. You know, I don't see very rarely, and I'm sure some listener can point out the exceptions, but it's rare that I ever hear, for example, a John Lennon song. In any movie, in anything. Yeah. No commercials, no nothing. I don't hear a lot of Elvis either. I don't hear a lot of Beatles. Don't hear a lot of Elvis. I don't know. And if that's the way they want it, that's great. Yeah. In fact, there was a huge thing. I can't even believe even tried to do this, even in the 80s, when Nike had a, a shoe called The Revolution, and they've played the whole Beatles song. Mm-hmm. Revolution as part of their ad campaign without their permission, and of course got the living hell suit out of them. But how yeah. do even think that that's okay? Okay to do that, yeah, yeah. without an artist's permission. Launch a whole ad campaign and name a whole shoe after a song. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I know. Yeah, Prince thing was. Uh, yeah, I was just like, oh hell no. <laughs> and, and the other thing too, like again, as a fan. You know, you, I, you kind of go both ways. Like, I do like that now his uh, videos are on YouTube again. I do. I do. And I and, and then, I will watch them. But, you know what? That's a little bit different. I don't like know if YouTube. it's much different or not. He didn't want them out there. He didn't want them out there. He must yeah. have been up surfing at one in the morning. Damn it. They've got that raspberry beret back up there. He must have. Or he had somebody that was. Call a lawyer. <laughs> get it off. I don't want any of my damn videos no, on. He didn't. Uh, but they're all on there now. Oh. Sorry, Capital One. Not sorry, not sorry. Well, yeah. So, yep, you lost a customer in uh, in Petra on that one. Yeah. Yeah, not exactly. They're a huge loss, but it's one I noticed. Said nope. What's some of your best Halloween movies? 
This is the week before Halloween. Oh yeah, to, we have just crank gone it up a little bit. Completely crazy Halloween movie, haven't we? I feel like I've infected you with that. I'm the one that gets my Halloween music out and my soundtrack for the month and start listening to things. But you seem to embrace it. Did you not notice the entire huge binder full of horror movies that I plopped on the counter to, to rifle through? We've been watching at least one or two a night. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll even watch cheesy dumb ones. That's the thing. It doesn't matter. They can be 80s care. awful. Then it's that's just as entertaining how awful they are. Well, it it kind of started. We we've been watching. Some really bad ones. I think Comet has had some really bad horror movies on. Yeah, yeah, I think. So <laughs> you think it, Comet well, might have some bad ones? It was getting, getting on my nerves because I love horror movies, but I have standards. So <laughs> right, okay. So I, like, I think I pulled up Hellraiser. I hadn't seen that one in a while. And you know what? That holds up. That is still a really scary movie. Hellraiser was very entertaining. It was. And then then I pulled out my binder and let's see. We have watched The People Under the Stairs, which is an underrated classic. Uh, I love The People Under the Stairs. People Under the Stairs. So that is a much. Petra recommendation. Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods is one of the best. I'm, I'm just going to say one of the best movies, period. I love Cabin in the Woods. Every time I watch it, I'm just floored how fucking good that movie is it is that that really might be that's got to be in my top four or five horror movies ever oh for sure it's so creative (laughs) i just like the whole genre thrown in there there's enough comedy it doesn't take itself too seriously it's just a wonderful masterpiece it is it is cabin in the woods i love cabin in the woods lake placid Oh, yeah. You know, my problem with Lake Placid, what you said, nobody dies. You've got that whole ensemble of characters, of famous people, like six of them, (laughs) one of them die. Maybe one. That's the problem with Lake Placid. I don't know how you like that one. Uh, You like that one? That's why I like it. That's the only reason you like it, huh? I like Pla- I just like Blake Placid. What else did we watch? I can't even remember. Well, we, a whole bunch of them. well, we watched The Lost Boys. Yeah, we watched The Lost Boys. But that was good. That's that a good 80s movie. movie. Again, they sprinkle enough comedy in there to don't take it too seriously, yeah. but it was good. Yeah. It was yeah. a good rewatch. We're going to watch The Shining. That's a annual tradition. Uh, yes. Yes, it is. I really love that movie. We've discussed it a million times on here, but how much I love Stanley Kubrick and all that. Mm-hmm. Just gets you in a 70s mood. And then there's the whole subliminal tone of the movie throughout the whole movie. It's also subliminally about the persecution of the American Indian. Mm-hmm. Is also clear as day once you are made aware of it yeah yeah so uh, i love stuff like that so that's good so we've had a uh, we've had we've been binge watching horror movies (laughs) yeah and we'll watch some more halloween's great every country celebrates halloween right we have Uh, listeners all over by now i don't know if every country i think it i think most you know I, i was listening to to someone talking about this um Basically, if you're listening to this in English, you're living in American culture. Like, there's so much 
entertainment that comes out of America, so many movies and television shows, it's overwhelming to right. the rest of the world. If you're speaking English and listening to stuff in, in English, you're basically living in American culture. Okay. Well, then everybody knows Halloween's coming up yeah. then, whatever yeah. country you're in, especially our, obviously, American listeners. Well, anyway, it's a week before Halloween we're recording this, so and it's Hank awesome. Like, and, and, well, I am too. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here in my skull leggings and Halloween yeah. underwear, I'm sure. <laughs> We've got the Halloween I'll groove pl- on. For I'll sure. play you a few songs, snippets, from my, uh, from my Halloween playlist. Yeah. There's some songs somebody might be interested in. These are songs... That have something to do with Halloween. Sometimes it's a stretch. Yes. But they have something to do with Halloween. <laughs> Here's a few maybe some people haven't haven't recognized or heard. You're starting to like this one, I think, a little bit. This is a Fleetwood Mac song. Pre Lindsey Buckingham and pre Stevie Nicks. <laughs> okay. It's called Hypnotized. <laughs> That's just a great groovy old song. Yeah, yeah. I'll get to the words. <laughs> great Halloween yes, song. Yes, that's a good. That's a good one. Right? Yes. Can't go wrong with that. That's a good one. Come on, Hank. Though, don't let our listeners down. I'm sure you can let them listen to one of your goofy ass songs. Hmm. Well, this what is it? The like, hillbillies in a. <laughs> you love that one, don't God, you? God, what is that awful song? <laughs> <laughs> this one is a good one. The B-52's Planet Claire. Hank really likes that one. I do like that one. Uh huh. Here's one that Petra loves. Yeah. You can't go wrong with Werewolves of London, right? No, no. And I dance through the, the house howling and singing to this one. I will confess to that. I'm looking. Hmm. About. You recognize this? Oh, I used to love her, but I had to kill her. Guns and Roses. <laughs> exactly. I used to love her. Okay. Oh, didn't mean to start it over. <laughs> but even his first little thing before the music starts. I was going say, I can't hear her. He's saying, son of a bitch and fussing cussing. <laughs> and, then, and then he starts it. <laughs> That's funny. It is great, right? That is funny. Let's see. You're right. Some of these should be. I'm trying to think of some funny ones, but let's see. This is a pretty good one. (laughs) (laughs) The Beatles. That's a total Halloween song. That little happy mass murdering dude. Absolutely. All right. How about this one? The most famous of all the voodoo that ever existed is uh, Marie Laveau down in Louisiana. Marie Laveau. In other words, folks, Hank has an endless supply of Halloween songs. Of cheese. 
And stringy hair. If <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen y'all messing around there? Uh, Riders on the Storm by The Doors is classic. I'd recommend that for anybody's. Here's one uh, uncommon one. Mm-hmm. It's by a group called Bauhaus. B A U H A U S. The name of the song is Bella Lugosi's Dead. I'll fast forward a little bit, but you get the idea of the song. Yeah. It's very Halloween y. Yep. <clears throat> I'm not wild about it. It's just kind of in the background. When it's, it's good on. mood music. Yeah, it's mood music. Yeah. Uh, you like uh, this one. <clears throat> Yes, how soon is now? By the Smiths. Mm-hmm. That's creepy. Apparently that was an old song that started getting used in movies and whatever. Uh-huh. I think the Smiths were back in the 80s. They were really good. Or at least that song was really good. Yeah. And I don't know. How about this one? I was going to say, when are you going to play on Go Boingo? <laughs> <laughs> Dead Man's Party. Surely somebody's picking up on these. God, if this thing don't get you in the Halloween spirit, I tell you. Thanks, <laughs> I love it. And, and again, I'm trying to think of obscure ones that people might not know if they want to make a list. Uh, How about this one? <laughs> <laughs> That's your favorite. I do love this song. You love the song so much. I it's do. Awful funny. We don't have to play the whole thing, but I love this song. You just chuckle the whole time the song is playing. I do. I do the view somebody that chuckle. I cannot deny it. No, it's just a funny ass song. It's so funny. It's goofy, yes. Uh Gene Simmons. But, huh? but people don't know that one. Gene Simmons, Haunted House. <laughs> Oh, I just moved in my new house today. How about America? You can do magic. See, the, that's See? I like songs like that. See, magic. Like, that is kind of my idea of Halloween music, and I know that that makes me cheesy and girly. But you will do that. And where's that? You're something about the hillbillies. And uh, I can't find that one. It's here somewhere, though. And you've got some of the like goofiest purple people eater stuff. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Blondie Rapture. Hmm. I love that Bobby Bear. You're right. Marie Laveau. How about this one? Nah, people might not know this one. May or may not. 
It's the Charlie Daniels band. Uh huh. The other Charlie Daniels band song. <laughs> yeah. This is the Legend of Woolly Swamp. It's a good Halloween song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't see my hillbilly song, but no. there is a hillbilly song I have been listening to. Yeah. Right. And it's one of those, it's like, I don't even get in your truck that often, but I get in your truck and it immediately pops up and you're like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's one for everybody. Next. Well, here's a good one for everybody. Colin Hay. This guy was the lead singer for Minute Work. Uh-huh. And Minute Work had a song called Overkill, but it was real poppy, upbeat. Uh-huh. It, it just wasn't. His uh-huh. acoustic version of this song is phenomenal, and it's totally like a spooky. I can get to sleep. It's a spooky song when you slow it down, uh-huh. and he sings it like this, and you can actually hear the words. Diving in too deep. Not that we're going to listen yeah. to the whole thing. Yeah. Possibly the complication. Yeah, you played this one for me the other day, and it, it was a pretty song. And I can kind of remember the song. But you're like, oh, the song sucks. And I'm like, I liked it. Oh, cool. Can't go wrong with Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's down. <laughs> Time is fleeting. So sick. <laughs> Madness. Here is a good one. I've been listening to this one lately. I know you'll die. But this is a, this is a Halloween one for the title. And I haven't heard this song in years, but I've been listening to it lately. Last night I dug your picture out from our old dresser drawer. Digging up bones. Sit it on the table. <laughs> I talk to it till. Well, that's a Randy stretch. Travis. That's a stretch. Right up till the break of dawn. I did like Randy Travis. I love this voice. How can you not like this? Bless his heart, he just became a train wreck, didn't he? He did. What a he's raging still, alcoholic. Like he's a raging, horrible alcoholic. He sees him I feel bad for him. That voice, man, that's a good classic country, though. Yeah, it sure was. So it was a good excuse to listen to a little bit of that. So, <laughs> so that's some of my... That's a small sample, too. <laughs> God, you have like have hundreds. massive... As long as it has some little connection to Halloween, I'm good with it. It's a good excuse to listen to some songs you haven't heard for a while. There are 17 songs on my walking playlist. I probably have a hundred of these. I love it. ACDC, Back in Black, all the Metallica ones, Inner Sandman, <laughs> uh, some of the Alice in Chains ones. It's, there's just a lot of music that has witchy themes, witchy Halloweeny themes when you start thinking about it. And you can listen to them all year long. Hotel California, <laughs> Witchy Woman. Yeah, but I like to listen to them like one time a year. That's why this week is so important. I probably won't listen to Marie Laveau again for another year. Okay. Oh. And that one. <laughs> we do need to listen to that one some more this week. Yeah, we do. All right, Miss Thing. Tell everybody. All right, everybody about- can can find us. We are at hillbillynerdtalk.com. And from there, you can find Hank's active Twitter feed and my active Pinterest feed. Right. 
I'm surprised anybody finds us anymore. We're so yeah. damn lazy. I know. If you find us, it's a gem. <laughs> You're a lucky person. Look what you found. Yeah. <laughs> I put some out on Twitter once in a while, but I'll be honest. I don't know if I'm just old, if it's some sort of a whatever. I'm getting kind of tired of internet crap in general. Wow, old man. I know. Like, I don't know. The news stories just seem to be blah and... Like, we even had trouble finding enough stories to do a show tonight. Yeah, you can't find anything And it's been funny. three weeks since we've posted, yeah. you know? Yeah. I, well, I, I just told you tonight that the part of the reason I've been a lot happier this week is because I've just intentionally been offline. I've unfollowed a lot of mm-hmm. political stuff. I do not get on MSN to surf for stories. I just... Heck, I'm even listening to you know, meditation music. I'm taking a internet break. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's kind of what I am. Like, like I'll look for some stories. I look at USA Today, skim some stuff. Yeah, but I don't know. It just hasn't been as entertaining lately. To a lot of we're time, numb. We are numb we're to numb. a point. We're numb. It's every damn day crazy. When a good article comes along, like the shark guy, that's a great story out of Australia. There's stuff like that that hits once in a while. But, I mean, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. And Twitter's okay to a point, but, I mean, it just rolls and rolls of people trying to say something profound or incredibly funny or something in like one little paragraph. <laughs> it's it's everybody shouting for attention at once. Yeah. And they give you links once in a while. Like, uh, you know, you can read, oh, this is an interesting story, and then follow the link. And that's mm-hmm. okay. But I don't know. You're right. After a point, it's like, I don't know. We're just I'm just bored with it for a while. Yeah. Like you said, we need a break or whatever you're. Internet break? What do you call it? I, 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 an internet break. I really am. I, I I am using my iPad, but it's more for reading Kindle. Um, I purchased like a, a some courses online. I mean, I'm just intentionally avoiding headlines and some of the more triggering stories. Well, that's good. That's maybe we're both sort of dialing it down in our own way on yeah. the internet stuff for a while. Yeah. But unfortunately, that means when I dial it down that I'm not putting out on Twitter, hey, listen to our new show. And, yeah. Hey, beg everybody to share. Oh, please, bear, share our show. And blah, blah, blah. Nobody. Nobody share this show. Nobody. Nobody. Burn like, it. Keep it your little secret. Right. Ha, 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 ha. It's just us. It's just me and you. Yes. Me and you and it's Petra. Yes. Social <laughs> society. All right, everybody, we'll talk next time.